Good not so quite morning. Bibby's not full screen. They've been making full screen. He's now full screen. Good morning, everyone. Welcome into twitch.tv forward slash Pods. I am sat a little bit lower than than usual. You can see, like, I'm I'm sat back in the seat. But it's because of this guy. You can see Milo's face. There he is. There he is. I have a dog <laughs> on my lap, so there we go. Uh, hi. Welcome into... Oh, not you. <laughs> welcome, welcome in. <laughs> oh, bless him. Stay frosty, yeah? Might as well drop this as well. You might as well. Face. Yes, you might as well, Next Gen Base. Thank you very much. Welcome back. Long time no chat. You're on my TV. For those that don't know Next Gen Base, do yourself a favor. Go click on the name. Go click a follow. And if you if you have the ability to check the the the, the greater internet whilst you're watching this, do feel free. Uh, feel free to go over to YouTube and check out Next Gen Base on YouTube as well. Big friends, big friends. Do nice. It. Thank you very much for the uh, 15 month sub 11 months in a row as well Woo! appreciate that next gen base let's go thank you very much want to start to the stream i'm sat here with milo is licking and stroking my face he's like why did you just suddenly start talking very loud you've been sat here chilled out for 15 minutes dad why <laughs> why why are you getting all loud now because we're streaming milo that's why okay Nice. Uh, anyway, welcome into twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. Uh, my name is Graham Day, joined by the my man that we call Bibi, and we've just had Bibi throwing down his Optimus 48 Prime. 48 months, four years, Futsio. <laughs> 48 months, four years, Futsio. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Futsio. Futsio. Let's go, but thank you very much for the uh, for the four years. I mean, thank you very much. I mean, I should think so, mate, as well, honestly. Yeah. You're eight months ahead of me. I, I did mine two days ago because I, I realized that I didn't have a sub. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Nice, nice. Thank you, us, for subscribing to us. We appreciate it. Yeah, yours. <laughs> Let's go. Phony uh, Asteroid says, good morning-ish. JMK was in nice and early, dropping the time at one twenty-seven with an afternoon all as well. I'll read, I'll read. If anyone else is in the stream, please do feel free to say hello. As I mentioned, my name is Graham. This is Bib. We are Ice Cream Uploads. This is Milo, and this is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. If we do say so ourselves, we are live right now on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. Uh, when we go live each and every single weekday, uh, what time, babe? 10 a.m. ish. Yeah. Big old ish. Big old ish. It's 25 to 2, so it's not quite 10 a.m., but, but that's why we have the ish remote. Nice. We also have a bunch of other remotes that you can use if you're a sub. Or do you know what? If you're just watching, think, do you know, I'm not sure if I'm a sub to the channel. We do have some follower remotes too, so you can use those if you're just watching the channel. We also have some Halloween emotes. You will have noticed that we went back to the Halloween intro uh, on the stream today, although we almost didn't because OBS reasons. But we won't go into that. <laughs> but as mentioned, we are live on Twitch, but it's not just about the stream. So if you are in the stream, we would appreciate if you to get involved in the chat. We will give you our thoughts and our impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. But we want to hear your thoughts and impressions too. And then we want to hear your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. That's kind of how the whole thing works, you see. Um, and that's because the live stream is turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So please do feel free to get involved in the chat on behalf of everyone else that's watching and listening on demand. And I can tell you. That is over 165,000 people since we started Ooh. making this podcast. That is a lot of people. That is a lot of people. That this Awful podcast lot of people. Is. So please do feel free to get involved on behalf of those people. Before we jump into the show, I just want to remind you that subscribers get prizes. One subscriber every month will bag themselves a prize just for being a subscriber to our channel. We do that giveaway in the Discord. We announce it on the stream, but we, we, sh we share that through the Discord. And also, that leads me into something else. We did tease it yesterday. Ooh. We did tease it yesterday, but we have a giveaway running. It's been a while. 
since we've given something away from one of our partners. So if I jump into the big, big screen, the big, 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 big screen. The big beep. This one, nice. I mean, you can't see because I'm on one side, but on the other side, you can see Astro, Insert Coin, GT Omega. We're obviously Twitch partners, but Twitch don't give us stuff to give away usually. But but the other guys do. The other guys do. Well, one yeah. of those partners has something for us to give away, uh, which, which, you know what? We're going to tease it. We're going to tease it shortly. We'll, we'll, if anyone is in the stream, we can tell you in advance that we're about, uh, we will put a tweet out. We can also tell you in advance that we will start that giveaway during tonight's PUBG stream. Uh, so do feel free to drop in this evening when I will be playing PUBG with the Triggermeister. And probably Nietzsche, maybe Beans too. So do feel free to join us tonight for some PUBG fun times. Uh, and that is when we will announce the giveaway. We will have a giveaway on our social channels, if you've got, well, you, basically, you need to have Twitter to be involved. That's that's the gist of it. Yeah. That's the gist of it. So do feel free uh, to join us for that. Nice. Uh, I'll read Rigged. Oh. Hi, Graham. We've already got a This Is Bullshit Rigged. Wow. Already. Uh, God damn rigged. It. I mean, all of our giveaways are rigged. Just to confirm for anyone that is interested, they are 100. They're not really rigged. But 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 for the uh, intents and purposes of, of, of the bads, they absolutely are. I can't figure out how to change your name. Like, it says Bibby's home. Because I've updated mm -hmm. my OBS, like, is it that one? It's a slightly different... There we go. Bibby's in the ICU student now. It's a slightly different setup. Things just don't sit quite the same. The, the layout slightly changed, so I couldn't figure it out, but I found it nice. Bibby's back in the ICU studio. Let's go. Yes, I am. Um, hmm. Watch PUBG or the pool. Um, oh, what to do? Pool Rangers. That'll be a good game, that. Uh, it's, yeah. that uh, it's that Ibrox as well. I mean... You've got a team that's not doing very well. Uh, and then you've got Rangers. Celtic. <laughs> it's funny, it's funny actually, because Rangers and Liverpool have been getting a lot of stick uh, over the last few weeks. So it's kind of, it's kind of a, I'm not, I don't want to use the phrase do or die. I mean, is it even, are Rangers out of it now? Is there, do they have any hope of getting through? I know, I know they would have to win their, three remaining games or something and then rely on other fixtures. But is it mathematically possible for oh, them to get through? I should be able to find that out very fairly quickly Pretty using sure. the an unnamed app. Pretty sure it's three Group games, a. no points. Correct. So Napoli are top with nine points. Then uh, Liverpool and Ajax. Uh, Liverpool are on six points. Ajax are on three points. So Rangers have to beat each one of them and then hope that the other games maybe are a draw. So they need to win the minimum two, and Liverpool need to lose both as well as Ajax, which is probably not going to happen. Well, Liverpool but will, will the other play teams Ajax, around them. So yeah, so at least one of them will get another one point. So they will need to win all three games, or yeah, win and draw. Hopefully, other ones drop points or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean they're on minus nine goal difference, so that doesn't spell. Uh, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't spell round of sixteen to me, if I'm being honest. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, no, no. But, but Liverpool are on um, neutral goal difference, on zero, and Ajax are on minus two with Napoli pissing it, pissing it on goal difference eleven. <laughs> they are flying. God damn! Oh, did I crikey! Did I just wake you up? I'm sorry, pup. Is it in the Barca tonight? I think it is. You know. That's I, uh, a tasty game. I don't that. really, I don't really know. Football doesn't really kick off until Thursday, you know. I mean, none of this like, <laughs> none of these warm-up matches on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. It's, it's all about. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's gonna be a spicy. Inter Barca. That's fucking gonna be great. That. Let me just have a quick look at their group. Inter Barca. Inter Barca. So Bayern Munich are pissing it. Nine points. Inter are on six. Barcelona are on three. Oh my god. 
I'm fucking watching that, mate. <laughs> That's going to be a great game. Whilst you watch PUBG, obviously, on stream. Oh, you? obviously. Yeah, 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 of course. Na- naturally, obviously, course. Yeah, nice. Well, uh, the, beauty of having, the beauty of having an Astro sponsorship game is that I can have the in-ears, I can have the AO3s in my ears with the A40s on top, so I've got both audio channels coming through then, do you know what I mean? It's not a bad Easy. Show. It's not a bad show. I've got some AO3 in-ear monitors here as well as my A40s over my ears, both of which I can buy from astrogaming.com and use the code <laughs> ice cream to save myself 10% on. Just, just, just saying, just saying, just saying, just saying. Uh, next gen base says exclamation mark 3D Sonic Christmas is coming I want to buy a house get on it <laughs> yes do, <laughs> do feel Fair. free to click that Etsy link by the way that is not spam that is uh, Ben from NGB he has uh, 3D printing skills He I can't reach them because I have them all on my lap but uh, he has printed us a selection of PlayStation trophies and an Xbox achievement plaque and he can print them for you if you want some some little trinkets to decorate your, uh, your playing space if you'd like your own Xbox achievement with your own wording and stuff on it then do click the link Ben will sort you right here so yeah hashtag ad hashtag sponsored hashtag Ben pays us loads of money hashtag Wishful thinking. Hashtag. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't pay us. It doesn't pay us. It did. It did give us some free stuff, uh, as in like the trophies and stuff, but only because mm-hmm. we would like them anyway. So not because of payment to talk about it. So yeah, feel free to click the link. Anyway, games are played on a Tuesday and Wednesday. Since when? I thought it was only Thursday during the week. Exactly, mate. Exactly, mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thoughts on the rumor the three p.m. blackout is being scrapped? Uh, lower league fan in me thinks it's going to be a bad thing. Um, um, hashtag buy Ben a house. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know with that one because the reason that they, it was there in the first place is because wanted people to go to the games. But I feel like football, if you are to support a team, it's kind of a critical mass. Like unless you are a Premier League team that like I imagine the switch of Manchester City, Manchester United fans to Manchester City fans. I'm not talking about people who were Man United fans, but kids that are growing up who wanted, who see Manchester City playing week in, week out, winning stuff. I imagine that they're the team that they want to be able to support. But if you are a supporter of a particular team down, maybe in League 2, League 1, I mean, it sounds like a sweeping generalisation, but as a Hyde United fan, I feel like I can speak with a little bit of confidence on this one without pissing the majority of uh, the Football League fans off. But I don't think it matters down in the lower leagues. Like, I would love to be able to watch Hyde United play away in their games. Because if I'm not going to the game, I listen to 26-0, where it's the... Uh, the the radio station for Hyde United when they end up playing so they've got the match commentary there so if I'm not at the ground I'm listening to it on the radio but I would like to listen to I would like to watch them play away rather than watching the highlights that get put onto the YouTube later on if that means that I have to pay directly to the club I don't know £15 a month £20 a month to be able to do that and have access to it that's money that I am giving to the club that I actually wasn't given in the first place because I wasn't going to the away games and I wasn't taking that profit so I do feel it benefits if you are paying directly to the club. I don't want to pay. Um, I don't want to play the the the, the, the Skybet League. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to play um, the Vanarama North. I don't want to pay Vanarama, whoever it is that's looking after that, all the sponsors. I don't want to pay them directly. I want to be able to pay my club to have access to that. So if that's the case, I feel like that's money well spent. If it's going to the league, I don't think it's money well spent. Yeah, I'm 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 undecided. I did see someone I know. Um, oh, do you know I won't name names. I did see someone uh, speaking about it on social media earlier on, and I did see um, a little bit of a. I want I want. Do you know I won't say balanced because it's social media. I did see people for and against it. Is the is the way that I want to see it. I want to say it. Um, 
I do, I do kind of agree. Like, uh, oh, JMK says, do kids, uh, do kids watch Man City? Does anyone? Cough, cough. Uh, <laughs> Pony Astro says, no one sees City at the MTR. Let's, let's, let's. Fantastic uh, banter. <laughs> uh, lower leagues can show their games at 3 p.m. at the minute, correct? No, they cannot. No team. Because I, 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 at one point over like, the last four years, have looked after some of the social media stuff for Hyde United. And they were, it was something that I brought up, saying, oh, we can broadcast it on twitch or we can broadcast it on youtube and stuff but they still have all of that implemented maybe when it gets down to like sunday league level or whatever or step uh, step uh, step below non-league i don't know because high united are in the 10th tier i don't know if it's like the 12th or 13th that you might be able to do it but no you're not allowed to show any even if it's non-league they're not allowed to do it the league restricts it because they need your money um but if i'm paying directly to the club that might ease the burden on them yeah, I'm, I'm undecided. I'm undecided because I'd, I'd need to fully flesh it out and look at the implications because basically the gist is if the matches can be televised, people aren't going to go to the games. Um, yeah. Which I, I get. Uh, like, well, they were just in a comment. Uh, that's the thing, though. Go to the game for 20 quid or watch it for a tenner online. It's going to kill attendances, I think. I'm torn. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I don't have enough match data. I don't know if... if uh, Killing attendances might actually help with the stability of the club. Will it actually kill attendances, or is that is that suggestions? Because a lot of people go to the football not because that's the only way to see it, but because it's a social experience as well. So, uh, and if you're paying for a season ticket, you've you've got your value for it, so you're not paying another tenner. Whereas some people might pay twenty quid for this, uh, pay for their mm -hmm. season tickets, which means they're twenty quid's already paid for, but then would have to yeah. spend another tenner to watch it online. So it's extra revenue for the club. So there's all sorts mm -hmm. of different ways. The cookie crumble on it. I'm not. I'm not hundred percent. I mean, I don't. I, I can't say for lower league stuff. I know for um, obviously uh, teams further up the pyramid, it's kind of a moot point because you can watch United through dodgy streams anyway, even if the game mm -hmm. is at three p.m. kind of thing. So you just, you just watch it being streamed in a different country. Jobs are good and bosh, that's it. So I do. I definitely think it is something that is probably influenced top down. I don't believe that this that ruling will be coming so that Hadge United can get them extra tenors out of people. I definitely think it's coming from the fact that United and, and Co are getting their matches watched through zone streams or whatever yeah. anyway. And and they're going, actually, we would like Sky Sports to do that so we can take a share of that that Money, please. Absolutely. So absolutely, I do, I do think I mean, that. I United tickets, like the the I think the thirteen pound on the door or for a season ticket is like two hundred and twenty quid. So it's a huge chunk of money. Would I want to pay on top of that to watch it at home? If I if I'm not able to go to the game, that's three minutes down the road from me. I don't know. But for the away games, yeah, because the fucking for an, even for a non-league team, you're still traveling the country. I mean, it's split into north and south, so you're not going the the ass end of the country. But it's some some grounds are still like three and a half miles away, especially if you end up getting someone in like the FA Trophy or something. You could you could end up going down south, and obviously that's not viable for non-league teams. They don't they don't have coaches, like they don't have thirty seater coaches that can take them here, there, and everywhere. They have the the, the, the chances are it be one person driving and three other people in the car sharing petrol money. Do you know what I mean? Even even in non-league, so. Yeah, it's one of those things. It, it, as much money as they can get from the non-league teams or the lower football league teams, that's obviously a good thing. But apart yeah. from that, I'm not too sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watched the Derby game on their TV station last Saturday at 3pm, says JMK. Uh, 
Next Gen Base says, JMK, where are you? Uh, it's a UK-only blackout. I mean, yeah, I don't know enough. I, I, I was thinking, I remember chatting to, to so Mr. Bamba, Mikey B, at, at Jelly Media slash ICU, was talking about um, uh, a PNE sort of subscription where you paid, he pays a money, a chunk of money to the club. I follow it. Is that what it is? Yeah, because I think every 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 league team has an iFollow account. But I don't know if that gives you access to the three PMs or not. I don't know what the crack mm -hmm. is. So I, yeah, pass. Um, next gen uh, Ireland. But I used to watch. Uh, I used a link to watch Ram TV, which is the Derby channel. I'll, it's it's available in Ireland, just not in the UK. Ah, okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, do you know what? On that bombshell, we will put a pin in that conversation. Uh, Aging super says, "Get Graham, uh, get to work, you schlag. I am at work yeah. right here. Nice. I'm also." Uh, dog sitting. I said dog sitting. I'm just looking at my own dog. You know, it's just it's <laughs> what it is. But it's like you can't babysit your own child. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, next up. So from uh, Premier League, let's move into video games. I say Premier League, football in general. Um, Tom Ivan at VGC has our first story of the day. So we're here to talk about video game stories, and this is the one that we are going to leave with. If you've been watching ICU over the last couple of months, you will have seen Mr. Bib playing this game on the channel. Shout out to uh, the lovely people at Koch Media that hooked us up. But the first major Saints Row update promises over 200 bug fixes in Oh, yeah. Following a disappointing launch, Volition says it's supporting Saints Row for the long term. Nice. Big news. That's what we're going to kick off with. They're going to jump into PS5 shipments, which are up 400%. We'll then talk about EA, which, just by chance, in the 2K PGA 2K23 launch week, EA Sports have got a, a, a teaser looking at their next EA, EA Sports PGA 2 <laughs> game. Imagine the timing of that. It's almost like they did it on purpose. Uh, then we'll talk about Xbox Cloud Game is coming to the Meta Quest store, and we'll finish off by talking about Google, which finally commits to cloud gaming after Stadia is dead, uh, which, 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 which is bizarre, but there we go. That's what we're going to jump into. So first news story of the day, Mr. Bib. Yes. You've played some Sensor on the channel. Yes, I have. I loved it. Uh, was it a flawless game? Was it perfect? Any issues? Yes, there was some issues. Uh, even when I was streaming it over on our Insert Coin stream on the Insert Coin Twitch channel, there was, I think there was two missions that was barked. So I literally couldn't finish the mission without killing myself in the game to be able to get brought back into the same mission again to replay it for me to be able to finish it. So there is snags, but it's still a good game. But I'm fairly certain we're going to find out how it can be an even better game. Exactly that. Tom Ivan at VGC has the first story. The first major Saints Row update promises over 200 bug fixes in November. Um, so jump into the article. I've read the tagline already. So Saints Row developer Volition has announced plans to release the game's first major update in November. The studio said in a blog post that while it had hoped to be, take, uh, to be talking about releasing fresh content for the game at this stage, its, quote, development priority is delivering improvements over new features following a disappointing launch. VGC's central reveal, uh, review, should I say, labelled August's series reboot a buggy, dull mess. And Volition said today that the game's first major update will include over 200 bug fixes and stability upgrades. There you go. You can see from the video thumbnail, Two, two stars out of five. 40% is what it was uh, scored, which is not a great score. Let's put it that way. So the update will have a big focus on challenges, overall stability, and co-op. Quote, we're especially aware of the issues some players have been having with co-op, and we're sorry these fixes have taken longer than expected while we apply and test them thoroughly, Volition wrote. Separately, we know that the game doesn't always clearly explain how and when co-op is possible, so we're working on this too. 
Uh, end quote. Volition claimed the update will also include a number of quality of life improvements, including reduced repetition in some activities, more rewarding challenges, improved vehicle management, and a revamp of rumble and haptic features. The studio is releasing the first in a series of free cosmetic packs this week, with several additional packs set to be given to expansion pass owners at no extra cost. Lars Vingafors, I don't know if I've said that right, I'm just going with that, just, just say it with your chest, it sounds like you mean it, nice. Lars Vingafors, the CEO of Volition uh, owner Embracer Group, recently said he was disappointed by the reception to Saints Row. We can leave that. We get it. We get it. We, we get it. We, 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 we've covered that bit before. But Saints Row, uh, as in just the titular game, Saints Row, not the series, <laughs> the game that came out a couple of months ago. Um, a little bit disappointing, but now has 200 bug fixes coming in the first patch. They're delaying additional content so they can make sure that the game is stable for any anyone that wants to play it. Uh and that patch is coming out in November, which is just before Christmas. Smart decisions. What are you thinking, Bib? Yeah, I mean, as I said, I actually thoroughly enjoyed my play. Uh, I haven't finished it yet. I can go on record and say that. Um, I haven't finished it yet, but from what I've played of it, I'm, it, it's Saints Row. Do you know, I think people, I don't know why, I, I get the impression that people is expecting this to be the Grand Theft Auto killer, or at least have a level par with Grand Theft Auto, which after the first game, of Saints Row, everyone can see that that isn't the direction. If you're trying to go head-to-head -head with Grand Theft Auto, you ain't ever going to get close. So they kind of went in this little bit more crazy, a little bit more, I don't want to use the term arcade but a little bit more nonsensical kind of game, but still having that core RPG. It's not really an RPG. I'm trying to find... The words to describe what Crusade's Row is, but unless you've Action played adventure. it, you... there you go. Just do what the game wants. Yeah. Just put everything in that category. Action and yeah. adventure. Let's go. Is that, I think it's quite hard to define what Saints Row is because every single game feels completely different. But if you played a, a Saints Row game before and you've enjoyed it, you'll play this and you'll go, "This is just more Saints Row. This is this is exactly what I'm at. what I'm after." The controls are a little bit tighter. I mean, the, the driving's good still. The world is a little bit barren, I'm going to say. There isn't as much going on in this one as, say, I don't know, Get Out of Hell or Saints Row 4. Like, it doesn't... It, the the world, I don't think, is as lively as we wanted it to be. Um, and I think that's where it kind of lets itself down. But as as a Saints Row game, it's more Saints Row. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, the, again, I'll go back to the couple of missions that started to bark. Um, but after a restart of that particular mission, they worked. So uh, ideally, I, I wouldn't have had that at all. Was that sorry? I just said I remember watching that. I was watching you at, uh, during that mission or one of the missions on the stream where you're running around like, "What do I do? Where do I go?" Yeah, I like, can still hear the music playing. Like, like there was no one there for me to kill. Just like what the what, what what? And then in the end, you went out of bounds, died, came back, and it was like, "Oh, there it is. Okay, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So apart from small instances like that, because you kind of get to you get the feel you like. Okay, yeah, this isn't this isn't right. Okay, we'll restart, and then everything clicked, and it went back into place again. So again, that happened twice. But yeah, it's it's Saints Row, and the fact that they're going to continue to develop this, which makes me think that we're going to be getting some more DLC from this, or maybe an online expansion that's not just co-op or something. I don't know. They literally got the, the entire universe for them to be able to do. I like the fact that it's a reboot and we don't have to keep on going on about Johnny Gat and stuff like that. I mean, obviously he is like the staple um, of Saints Row. But that was what? 16 years ago? <laughs> was, it, was it 
15 years ago in 2007 maybe or maybe 2008 when when it came out originally the original Saints Row so I thought you meant I feel like it definitely needs going to say it's not that nice. no, no it's not that old Jesus I've aged us both significantly <laughs> there um, but it's been a long time since Saints Row has been out so I do feel like this reboot is a step in the right direction even though I don't think the characters are as full of life as you would probably want you do want them to be a bit more boisterous and it dildos but yeah, <laughs> they didn't have dildo buttons. Not that I saw so far, anyway. Um, but yeah, again, if you've played any Saints Row before, I'm fairly certain, I'm fairly confident that you'll be able to enjoy this one. Whether or not you want to wait for it to go on sale for maybe, I think the ideal price point for this probably would have been about forty pound. I don't think it's as good as the other ones that I played so far. I mean, Saints Row Two for me is still by far the best one out of them all. Um, maybe Saints Row Three, you can give that an option too, but. I do think this is a very good Saints Row game. I just don't think it's the best. And that's the only thing that's kind of let me down with that. I was expecting something a little bit more. I wasn't expecting it to be a Grand Theft Auto killer because Saints Row hasn't been in that direction forever. So um, again, I enjoyed what I played so far. So more fixes, more content. Yes, please keep it coming. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this. I I hope, and I hate to use this phrase now because we use it all the time, I hope it gets its No Man's Sky moment, but it doesn't (laughs) need its No Man's Sky moment as such because No Man's Sky was a massive... Mm-hmm. This was a disappointment, which is a which is significantly different. No Man's Sky had to go a long way to get back to being good. This doesn't have to go as far, mm-hmm. which means it's not that same sort of like comeback scenario. Don't call it a comeback because because it's not a comeback. It's not. It's really not. It's a it's a it's a it's a a glow up. That's what it is. It's, mm-hmm. it's gone from being a little bit ugly to nice and pretty. Hopefully, that's what the bug fixes do because I feel like Saints Row deserves that and. Um, uh, full disclosure, we aren't working or paid by Koch Media, Volition or anyone now, but we have been in the past. We've worked with Koch Media and Volition on delivering Central content. So we've we worked on the Central 4 and maybe Central 3 content. So we covered the Central 4 launch. Uh, we've worked with the development teams at Volition, like Jim Boone, I think, still is the studio head or something at Volition. So we work with them. So we have some fondness for that. So that, that could possibly be impacting on my decisions on wanting it to be a good game. That said, I will happily say that I didn't enjoy uh, Agents of Mayhem, which was the last Central game before this, because it was shockingly bad, in my opinion. I didn't enjoy it. We played an hour of it on stream uh, when we used to have a show called An, an Hour With um, or, or something like that, um, which which uh, Jinx proceeded to rip off and, and call it the first hour or something like that. But whatever, boys, <laughs> whatever, not bothered. Uh, so... Um, Dog just bashed his head on the mic. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, I played the first hour of Agents of Mayhem and it was and it was shocking. Um, Saints Row Four wasn't my kind of direction for what like from Saints Row Three they went down the 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 over the top comedic sort of style which it wasn't where I would have wanted it to go. I wanted it to mm-hmm. continue to be a GTA alike because I I prefer that kind of game more. That said, it wouldn't have been a good game if it was GTA like, because it would have been GTA light, not a like. It would have been a, a lesser version of that, and they knew that. So they, so they, go get in your bed. So they went down the avenue that they knew that they could compete in, which I get, I get. Um, I'm talking about competing with GTA. Uh, I mentioned this to Bibi just before I went on stream, so I'll mention it uh, here. So one of the best things that Sensoro did in terms of competing with GTA is to know that they weren't competing with GTA. And when GTA 5, which is the biggest game in history, came out, it was slightly overshadowed on launch day, at least 
for the people that use hashtags on Twitter um, by the fact that the Get Out of Hell DLC for Central 4 came out um, at a similar sort of time frame and Koch Media slash Volition decided to change their brand hashtag to be GAT5, so G-A-T-V, whereas everyone was trying to use GTA-V, GTA 5, obviously, on launch day. And uh, GAT-V had more impressions because people didn't realise they were typing the wrong hashtag. So everyone was going, this game is great, GAT-5. So everyone was like, oh, fucking yeah, look how cool GAT-5 is, yeah. So uh, GAT Hell DLC got some massive props from that. So so yeah, that's the creativity stuff that I want to see. And that's the creativity that, that Volition and Koch Media have. And I feel sorry for them that the, the game was disappointing because it had 200 bugs and stuff in. But GG's to them. And I've said previously, I said it, I think, earlier this week, that I'm a big fan of roadmaps in video game development because roadmaps show you what the plans are. But plans change. And I love the fact that they had planned to be hitting you with updates. What's the matter? Come here. I love the fact that they had planned to be hitting updates right now. Um... But those updates aren't new content updates. They're fixes updates because that's where the priority is. I love, I love to see a roadmap, and I love to see a roadmap changed when new information becomes available. And, yeah, I, I hope it continues to be a, a success for them. I, I hope they get to resell, be it around Christmas, more people buy it, be it around mm-hmm. next year when more people have got new consoles in. I hope Sintro, uh does bits because the franchise and the teams definitely deserve it. Um, yeah. I, I don't want this to be the game that killed the franchise altogether. I don't I mean, think that'll, that that won't benefit anyone, especially me. I mean, if it, if the franchise does die now, I'm not going to blame it on this game. I will definitely 100% say it was Agents of Mayhem just slowly killing it and and central the. Yeah. <laughs> I just did. I just, I just that was the slow puncture. Yeah, I didn't get. I just didn't get it. I just couldn't get on with it at all, uh, which was a shame. Um, Milo, you bet. He, want, he wants to get up and mooch around, but he doesn't want to get up and mooch down. I don't, I don't know. Mr. Demos, welcome back, dude. Thank you very much again for the gift yesterday. I appreciate that. ACM Ticks getting Afternoon. gifted. Speaking of welcome back, let me scroll back up. I've lost him. I've lost him. Uh, was it Nix? There we go. Nix, it's been a while. Uh, at, least, hey. at least it has been in my streams anyway. Welcome back, dude. I don't know if you're still here. Good to see you in the stream. Um, hands down, 6.30 moaning. Oh, I trickle. Hey, dude, love. Uh, although it's, 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 it's afternoon for us. It's, it's, it's five past two. Bloody hell. I mean, it's 10 a.m.-ish, so I suppose that's good morning. So, yeah, nice. Nice. Oh, for sure. My pleasure. No, our pleasure. Uh, appreciate it, dude. Thank you very much. So, yes, the first major sensor update promises over 200 bug, uh, bug fixes that will be coming to the game in November. The scheduled content that was due to be coming has been put back so they can get the system stable for everyone playing before they start to roll out new content. So, if you are looking at a Saints Row, I mean, it's probably come down in price now because, you know, launch window's gone and stuff. Getting involved now could be the perfect time because 200 updates come in and then more content you've not missed out on anything let's go let's go and you know what if you want to play that game a ps5 is a good place to play it um i mean i'm or an xbox but the reason i say ps5 specifically is that ps5 shipments are up by 400 percent in the us which Ooh. is just in time for centro i mean god of war ragnarok as it says in this article yeah. fingers crossed for more stock in other regions too milo come here come here come here come here i've got a dog trying to get out of the room hi uh, come here. Got, got a treat. Do you want? We'll bribe you with some snacks while we read the news. Come here. Come here. You bet. Sit. Oh. There you go. I should have pressed the pet cam button so you could have seen that, but I didn't. There we go. Um, 
Okay, shipments of PS5 consoles to the US in September had a 400% increase year over year, uh, year, according to a financial analyst. David Gibson, senior analyst at MST Financial, shared a graph on Twitter showing the imports to the US per month from June 2021 onwards. Nice. With a huge spike during last month. Uh, Gibson added he believes some of the stock will go towards the launch of God of War Ragnarok which makes a lot of sense Ragnarok is the next first party title for PlayStation and Sony will un uh, be undoubtedly eager to capitalise uh, capitalize on its release to bolster sales of the PS5 there's also the holiday season coming up which is likely to see an increase in demand the PS5 has constantly been unable to meet demand despite selling well at launch but with these new figures it seems the supply chain issues which have hampered productions of the consoles are starting to peter out I can vouch for that as well by the way Way. Um, someone was asking me about PS5s the other day and I was like, oh, here's two different places that you can buy them. One of them was on Amazon, which was just a buy it now. One of them was from me where I would make a massive tidy profit of one pence. But uh, there you go. Now, the other one was <laughs> uh, direct from PlayStation. You can buy from PlayStation direct in the EU or UK at least at the moment right now. Um, without any of the add-on sales. They're, they are available from Game and, and Scan and all these other places. Scan is the worst, though. They have fully gamed it, where they've gone, oh, you want to buy a PlayStation? How about buying a PlayStation that comes with a controller and an extra controller and a copy of FIFA 23 <laughs> and a, a, a Samsung 1TB SSD with a heatsink, so it's going to cost you 800 quid to get your 400 quid PlayStation. Yikes. Uh, okay, well, we can stop there. We can stop there. We don't need to go to this article that much more. PlayStation shipments are up by 400% in the US. We don't have the stats for the UK and EU, but I can tell you that they're up. Thoughts, babe? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's it's fantastic. This, well, especially ramping up to a holiday period where you would imagine that is where they get most of their, uh, most of their money, purely because they are going to be bulking them up with, uh, well... They're not going to be doing the, what do you call it, where the, the, the license, not the license, yeah, license, licensed versions of the consoles where you used to be able to get like the Metal Gear Solid version of a console special or edition. special edition. Yeah, they're not, they don't really do that at the moment or they haven't done it so far. You can buy obviously different face, face plates if you want, um, but they don't have um, like specific The Last of Us editions or Spider-Man editions or anything like that. Um, so it's just the normal ones, but they can definitely chuck in a few games on top of it, and your £550 console then becomes £900 because you, if you want a PlayStation 5, you have to buy two controllers, four games, a T-shirt, a hat, a bottle and opener, a whatever else that you want. <laughs> whatever else that they want to try and bundle in there, which is highly annoying. Um, but yeah, ramping up to the Christmas period, yeah, of course, uh, this is fantastic news. I mean, even if this news was... Uh, about Xbox, if it was about uh, the uh, well, the Steam Deck is now into mass production. You don't have to queue up for it. You don't have to have a, a virtual queue for it. You can just purchase one now if you really want one. So all of these parts are becoming more and more available, widely available, which is obviously good news for people who uh, want to be able to try and buy a console for themselves or their loved one this Christmas. Fantastic news had by all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hands down says, so it's a good time to sell your PS5 and get a 4 series GPU. Nope. Nope. Do you know what? I'm, I'm disappointed in the 40 series GPUs, hands down. We, we covered the news the other week. The fact that they are so highly priced it's just screams of market uh, pressures in, uh, impacted from internal. It feels like NVIDIA and co have done like a, 
oh, we want to be the apples. So the price of pushing the uh, the prices up, <laughs> dirtbaggery, dirtbaggery. Then get a 30 yeah. Ti instead of a PS5. Exactly, that's better. See, that's better for me. The 30 uh, 3080s and so on. But even that, even that, there's evidence that they've tried to strangle the prices of the 3080s. That said, someone was selling a 3090 uh for like 500 quid near me the other day i, d- I just it just sounded too good to be true so i was like nope not interested. <laughs> not, interested. not having it nope 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 i'll stick with my 1080 for now mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah no I, I yeah i get it i get it i'd love a 40 series gpu but not everyone has the ability for that so having ps5s being freely available big fan big fan if only to stop that price gouging sort of shit i mean whether it comes from nvidia or game or scan or walmart or whoever is selling your consoles to you the add-on sale stuff that comes with consoles because of their scarcity is horrendous so annoying. i am a big fan of the co- of the company game only because it's the largest gaming retailer in the uk i assume i don't actually know if that is the truth i assume it is um and because i've got a lot of memories of going down and playing games on lunch breaks when i was at college and so on so i'm a big fan big fan um but when you see they're in trouble and you see their uh uh their business model might not quite work it makes a little bit of sense as to why they're trying to squeeze every penny out of people, but I just feel like it's short-sighted. A good business that wants to last for the future should be trying to encourage loyalty from consumers rather than trying to exploit consumers. And that's what we see with game at the moment. Like their PS5 bundle has stuff with it, and it comes to 675 quid. But I only want to spend the 479 that it's worth. Why do mm-hmm. I have to spend the extra... 200 quid which is which is a pain which is a pain so them being available 400 percent more than they were last year means that that is less likely to happen the fact that you can go on to ps5 stock checker and it'll give you a list of the websites that they're all available right now and if you're getting it from somewhere like a studio or a scan or uh, I think maybe Shop2 as well. They all have the add-on purchase stuff as well, which is horrendous. But you can register mm-hmm. your interest for it on Amazon, and you can order it directly from Direct uh, PlayStation Direct. Um, directly from PlayStation Direct sounds bizarre. My, yeah. my brain struggled to compute. But yeah, big fan of these coming out. Whether it's for God of War, War Ragnarok or whatever, um, I don't God believe... Yeah, exactly. I don't believe that would have been... A decision that they've gone, yeah, we must ship more out so we can sell more copies of God of War Ragnarok. Because I believe they will sell as much as they can anyway, regardless of whether that's one, two, three hundred percent, four hundred, five hundred percent more. I believe they won't be making enough anyway. And then you've got the holiday window, so I don't believe it is. I think it's a coincidence that it's in time for God of War Ragnarok, but it's a great coincidence, a happy coincidence. I think it's probably more likely that God of War Ragnarok is coming in the holiday window, and that's mm-hmm. what they wanted them for. Either way, nice. Court games slipping up on a few valuable games, uh, but generally they're overpriced. They are. They are. It's such it's yep. such a shame. It is such a shame. Um because I mean, how do you compete? I get I get that there's no way that game can compete with Amazon. Amazon will go to whatever manufacturer and says, How much does game want to buy? They want to buy a hundred thousand copies? Well, we'll buy five hundred thousand copies. Do it cheaper for us per game. Uh so game get that they get a hundred thousand at 60 quid and they sell it at 70 quid. Amazon will get mm-hmm. shitloads more, so they're super available. They'll deliver it directly to your door because of their uh, uh, economy of scale, the fact that they've got infrastructure and um, the ability to bring it directly to your door. But then they will, rather than selling it you for 70 quid, they'll sell it you for 55 quid because they've got them all at 40 quid each. So there's, mm-hmm. I get that it's impossible for game to compete, but I feel like that's where you go, okay, well, we, we, we know that we aren't the premier 
brand or premier way of receiving games anymore. We need to change our model. And we've spoken about this in the past. I won't go back too too much about like having the belong arenas, trying to make the in-store experience exactly that, an experience and so on. But I just even that, fifteen quid for like seven minutes and 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 twenty seven yeah. quid for a for a Red Bull. What the fuck? I mean, the, those prices mm. may not be accurate, you know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but they are. <laughs> Okay, moving ahead. Uh, rah, there we go. Into another new game. Not Ragnarok this time. This is another game that is coming to you not quite as soon as Ragnarok, but uh, guaranteed when it does come, we will hear a lot about it from Bibi. But the timing is one that Bibi will probably have a few questions about. This is written by Matt Wales at Eurogamer. It says, EAT's off with first look at next year's EA Sports PGA Tour coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. So ahead of its launch next spring, EA has offered a first look at its previously announced next-generation PGA Tour game for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. EA Sports PGA Tour, uh, the publisher's first foray into golfing sims since 2015's Rory McIlroy PGA Tour, was officially unveiled back in March last year, promising to deliver world-famous golf courses and professional golfers as part of a long-term deal with the PGA Tour. One year long delay later, EA Sports PGA Tour is shuffling ever closer to release and EA's first major reveal for the game comes in the form of a 30 second teaser trailer as per EA's previous announcement EA Sports PGA Tour will be the quote only place golf fans can play all four major championships including the Masters Tournament PGA Championship US Open Championship and the Open Championship on its arrival and for someone that doesn't know golf like me they all sound like the same thing. It's like corporate shows a picture of <laughs> yeah. four tournaments. It's, it's the same. It's the same picture. <laughs> uh, it also promises a full career mode, giving golfers the chance to compete at the Players Championship. Oh, it's the same one again, uh, and the FedEx Cup playoffs, as well as a newly overhauled Creator Player feature and the inclusion of the Ladies Professional Golf Association. Uh, this latter addition means that players will have access to the Amundi Evian Championship plus other LPGA themed challenges and events and can play as several female athletes including Lexi Thompson and Jing Young Ko. Additionally, Iona, I think, uh, Stephen will be joining the EA commentary team as the first female on-course commentator. Lastly, EA Sports PGA Tour will feature some of the world's most renowned courses including the likes of the Augusta National, the old course at St Andrews uh, Links, the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts and the Southern Hills Country Club. A few additional details can be found in EA's FAQ. It's coming out in spring next year okay simple question first bib yes year to a game from ea does yes that, does that get you excited it it doesn't it doesn't historically ea have brought out some of the best and the uh, the best golf games that there has ever been and i can say that honestly because it's the games that kind of got me involved with playing golf like i'm going back to the PGA Tour 96 on the PlayStation 1. I think that was probably my first golf game. Um, I've still, I've actually got that on PlayStation 1 in, on my shelf behind me at home. If I was at home, I'd wheel back and I'd pull that one out. I think I've got 96 and 98 uh, on the PlayStation 1. They were fantastic games, man. Um, and they, they were kind of the foundation as to what we've built on for years and years and years. Obviously, signing Tiger Woods and having that golden era on the PlayStation 2. Um, where it seemed like every man and his dog pl played a Tiger Woods game on the PlayStation 2. There was, there was great. There wasn't quite a sim, 
um, which is obviously where the golf club stepped in in 2014, I think it was, where the golf club came about for the first time. Um, that was, I think the golf club was the truly first, in my opinion, when I played a golf game, the ultimate sim. Whereas EA, I've always been a bit more arcaded with the likes of, if anyone's ever played a golf game before, used to be able to play uh, an EA game, used to be able to smash L1 while you pull in your analog stick back to put a load of uh, turbo onto your drive and then when the ball's in the air after you've hit it you'd press l1 again tap it as fast as you can to put a load of spin on it obviously that's not a simulation it's more of an arcade but it was fun nonetheless they were the foundations of what got what gave golf a very good console version of the game now when Ty, when what happened with tiger woods like 10 11 12 years ago when he kind of capitulated and became enemy number one in the golfing sporting world for stuff that happened outside of golf. Obviously, they had to drop him and ended up bringing in Rory McIlroy because he was a new up-and-comer. He was very marketable. And he still is now, even though he's not, I don't think he's as good as he used to be. Um, he's getting better again, starting to reach those heights, but he's getting more and more marketable again. But they brought out Rory McIlroy in 2014, I think it was, and that was a bomb. That was a absolute bomb of a game. It had like five courses. It was very, very arcadey. Um, it just wasn't a good experience, in my opinion. It, not With the fact that I bought it and then took it back to game three days ago because I thought it was that bad. And I keep hold of shit games. I've got just cupboards full of them. He said three days ago. He means three games later. He didn't keep it for that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it, genuinely, I took it back to game after a couple of days because it just wasn't... It just wasn't great. Um, then obviously the golf club came out. So the fact that EA are coming back now after I think 2K signed their 2021 deal speaks volumes about what is actually available in the golfing world as a marketable golf game. Because this has all the hallmarks of being a fantastic game. Jordan Spieth looks fantastic in the game. It looks very picturesque, graphically amazing, like hitting your ball off the tee and then a, a divot coming with it as well. Fantastic. That's the kind of stuff that I want to be able to see. The fact that it has all four majors in there, which I find bizarre. The fact that 2K have the PGA Tour license, but don't have the license to have the four majors within the PGA Tour blows my mind. It's like having a football, like having, well, then again, it's like having FIFA and not having the Champions League license for 13 years. Like you'd think that that would go hand in hand, but it obviously it doesn't. It, there's licenses excluding from that, and having Augusta, which PGA Tour 2K doesn't have, which is one of the most beautiful, picturesque, iconic golf courses in the world. I'm excited to see more of this. I just don't want it to be as arcadey as Rory McIlroy was, and I hope that they've learned the lesson with that. I hope that with the 2K. PGA Tour games and how well people are taken to that because of how fine-tuny it has to be. Like, if you fuck your shot up, you fuck your shot up. There's no way of being it. There's no... The, 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 can the, confirm. The lines are so fine. Oh, yeah. The top golf bit for, like, <laughs> a few minutes and can confirm. So the, the, the margins are so fine to be able to hit the perfect shot on PGA uh, 2K, and I feel like that's the way it should be when you're playing a game like this. I always, when people say, why do you watch golf or why do you play golf? It's shit. And I'm like, do you understand that you are hitting a ball this big? And I've, uh, for those of you that are listening on audio, I'm, I'm cupping my hands. <laughs> a ball this big, 300 yards in a straight line with a tiny little head on the bottom of a small stick. Like to have that, hit it 300 yards and be 
get it in the fairway is such a difficult difficult task and i feel like that's what pga have tried to pga 2k have replicated the re replicated how difficult it is to be good at that game that's where the skill gap is and i feel like ea sports have got a lot of ground to make up to get to that but graphically if i'm putting them side by side without seeing the actual gameplay i feel like ea, EA sports version of the pga tour looks fantastic i think it looks a little bit better but I haven't played it. I've only seen a 30-second trailer for it, so I, I don't know how we can compare them properly yet. Let me jump back through the comments. Um, first time, I'm excited about uh, another game outside of PUBG. Uh, oh, actually, let me jump back a little bit further. Um, PGA, uh, they're all the same, just like FIFA slash NBA. Same thing, different year. Um, uh, also, the best pinball games. Oh, no, that's FIFA. Ooh. Uh, mm. First time, I'm excited about another game outside of PUBG. Remember playing Tiger for the Xbox 2003-ish epic, says Mr. Demos. Um Sheep says, PUBG, although a great game, I've played since release. It's dead. They're not moving with the times. Uh, still stuck in old times. Super People and more upcoming games will kill PUBG, PUBG soon if they don't react to make the game great again. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, there's a lot I can unpack in there. I won't unpack it right now, but I agree with with big chunks of that. Um, Mr. Demos says, Rory is dope, though. That swing is amazing. JMK says, go on, Rory. I, mean, I assume we're talking about Rory the racing car here, so I agree. Yeah, absolutely, boys. yeah. Good. Absolutely. Rory the racing car. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Demon says, I re respectfully disagree. PUBG real feel is still unique. I don't entertain the idea of another game. Two arcade stuff for me like Apex. Um, also, can unpack that quite a bit. Agreed with a lot of that. Do you know what? If you guys are around in about four hours' time, we'll be back live again playing some PUBG. So we'll pick up those conversations then, whilst we'll be starting a giveaway as well for something from one of our sponsors. Uh, as we mentioned yesterday, our sponsors are proper sound people for giving us those prizes. Yeah. We won't tell you what it is, though, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sheep says, will it be free on EA Game Pass? Probably not launch, because that's not EA's game model, um, but probably eventually. Um, Mr. Demo says, I can't wait for it to come out Friday. I pre-ordered it. And that is where my next question comes in. So so this game we're talking about is EA Sports PGA Tour, but PGA mm -hmm. 2K23 comes yeah. out on Friday. Mm -hmm. This trailer coming out... On and for the, anyone listening to this on demand, it's Wednesday. Uh, 2K's PGA game comes out on Friday, and we're talking about this on Wednesday because this, I believe, came out yesterday, was it? Yes, yesterday yes. evening. So, so, yesterday, just three days before um, PGA 2K comes out, EA released their PGA <laughs> content. Is that a coincidence, babe? What are your thoughts? I, I personally think that it isn't because EA don't give a fuck. They they see their products as the leading marketing video games, regardless of what genre it is. A Call of Duty trailer comes out. Maybe Battlefield might be a little bit scared, but yeah, there's a pro, there's an eFootball coming out. Yeah, I still put whatever they need to put out. Um, they've got a two K a, a PGA Tour two K game, but I still put this out. Like they think that their games are leading, and in a lot of senses, they genuinely are. Um, but with this I, I don't they're looking over there and going don't fucking matter we'll just put it out anyway I don't think that they're asked when they wanted wanted to put this out whether or not it was purely intentional I am fairly certain their social media team for this will be looking over and going this could backfire big time because they haven't got the standing when it comes to PGA at this moment in time they haven't got the high ground but this trailer is pretty good. I do believe that this trailer has probably won them a few fans, including myself. Well, I mean, I was going to play it anyway. Um, but in terms of what it looks like and the, where the trailer is nearly pretty much exclusively at Augusta, there is obviously a, a couple of holes in there from St. Andrews. But 
I don't think they're asked, Graham. I genuinely don't. It wouldn't surprise me if they'd done it on purpose, but I just don't think that they're paying attention to whatever happened elsewhere. I don't think that's in their marketing plan to go, okay, we can capitalise on their launch week. I don't even think it's on the board for them. I don't think they're asked. See, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I, I just think it's a coincidence and a half. For a game that's been delayed for a year, for them to go, oh, by the way, you're talking about PGA? Don't worry, it's not the only one. <laughs> so they're either... Yeah, got... well, you, you, you know as well as I do that they have to do the market research about yeah. what's actually out on the market at this moment in time. The reason I think they brought this back in the first place was because of how well the golf club was doing and then suddenly out of nowhere, 2K buyers the only golf game, the only simulation golf game on the market to bring it under their umbrella. That obviously got a few eyes rolling and they're going, do you know what? I think there is room for a golf game out there. And then that just got the ball rolling on their side. They're, they're doing their market research. I don't for a second believe that they don't know what's going out in the world of video, uh, of golf and video games. I bet they're hoping. I, know, that, I think they know what they're doing. I bet they're hoping 2K23 is a bit. A bit buggy, a bit patchy, a bit broken, so that they can go, <laughs> by the way, just, just in case you didn't see the trailer that we spoke about the other day, it's not the only golf game, so if you're not enjoying it, then maybe maybe we were also here. So either yeah. way, it's 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 a nice ploy. Everyone's excited for golf, so so talk about golf now. Uh, and if, if your alternative golf is great, okay, well, you can ride that wave and then and then release it after that. And if your alternative version of golf isn't great, then you can use that as yeah. a, oh, don't worry, there, there is light at the end of the tunnel. So it's, it's it, either way, it's, it's a good move for me. Um, I, I genuinely think, though, the biggest problem that they have with these golf games, though, and it's one that I don't think has been addressed all that often in this, but, I mean, people who are into golf will probably resonate with this one. The best, some of the best golfers, I'd probably say... 70% of the world's best golfers have left the PGA Tour to go and play in the Live Tour, which then excludes them from playing in PGA Tour tournaments. So I don't know whether or not they're going to be in this game because they would have to be licensed by the PGA. They've had their cards revoked. They're not allowed to enter these. So they've been removed from PGA Tour um, 2K. So like the, license, the likes of Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, they're not in the game. Obviously, Phil Mickelson, not in the game because they are playing on a tour that... For your, I'll, I'll, I'll separate it this way. Remember when the uh, ESL, European Super League, was coming about and the, all these clubs wanted to move over to the ESL and the, the UEFA was like, if you go over to there, you're never coming and playing in the UEFA Champions League. That's essentially what Live Golf was. It's the ESL. So the people who have moved over to that are excluded from being in the PGA Tour games. They have had their tour cards revoked. So... They are left with a very good pool of golfers, but the standard has gone way down because you can't play with these players anymore. They're, they're not available on a weekend to be able to watch in a PGA Tour event. I genuinely have no idea what these games are going to be shaped like going forward because the license has to be somewhere. I wonder. I don't know where, though. I wonder how long it'll be before someone gets the live license. Like, will 2K go? That was okay. my next question. 2K, no. but, okay, you've given all four <laughs> championships to... Uh, 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 EA's PGA golf game. I mean, what if 2K have got a say a three game deal with the PGA Tour and they've they've gone from having the golf club to PGA 2K23? What happens if they go back to just having the golf club? That means they can have some PGA yeah. elements and then have the live stuff in there as well. So I agree. It'd be interesting. Uh, again, to see. that's that's because the licenses uh, is again it's like. Uh, having the FIFA Pro license, if you're not obviously licensed by them, you can't really get have your player your likeness being distributed anywhere. But I don't know where they go with this. So the likes of 
Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau and Dustin Johnson and Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith, by the way, the Open champion who ended up winning a shitload of money eight weeks later, said that he's moving to live golf. Like that is that is not not necessarily messy moving from Barcelona to PSG, but imagine the hottest the the world number one at the time moving to a rival company that, that is, is stone cold steve austin in his pomp moving from wwe to wcw if that was to ever happen that That's... is mbappe signing for a psg getting shitloads of money saying he wants all these controlling powers and then in january going actually i want to go to real madrid which is where we yeah. are right now <laughs> <laughs> uh okay on that We'll, we'll start to wrap things up. Talk Shows Unmuted has something that I fully believe in as well. He says uh, it needs to have good golf cart physics. Absolutely. Yep, that's, that's what makes it <laughs> yes. golf game. That's the one for me. <laughs> Everybody's golf had a, had a golf cart. It's the only golf game that I've played that has a golf cart, which is also a very good game. Uh, Sheep says, I'm not saying that PUBG isn't a great game. I said it's still behind the times that it's not moving and improving. Once again, uh, I agree. Um not entirely, but I agree with a lot of comments. Definitely we'll have a conversation on that tonight if you're around. Uh, golf is amazing. People think uh, it's shit. They don't know how to play it. I mean, I clearly don't know how to play it because I think it's shit. No, I don't. I don't. Mm. I just... It's, I know it's one of those sports that... That I would probably enjoy if I invested the time. It just the amount of time it would take for me to invest. Like, like when I... I use F1 as an example. For me, F1 was this... And that, that was mm. like, oh, great, great. Watch it on TV. You're just watching cars doing the same stuff. You watch it in person. You get to see one car fly past every few seconds. Great. I just didn't understand it. But then I watched the Hungarian Grand Prix earlier this year, end of last year, whenever it was. Um, um, and I was sat watching it with people that actually watch Formula One. And they start to give you that, the why and the what it means and the what for. Yeah. And when, just like any sport, once you understand it, once you know what's happening under the bonnet, it makes sense. And you start to appreciate it and i bet golf is the same i just i've got enough sports to occupy my time and enough games well mm -hmm. just PUBG to occupy my time so um yeah uh, I, I i i will go with what forney said where's his where there even playing golf on a computer game is a waste of a good walk <laughs> that 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 is that is my general go-to statement which I, I got either from my dad or my stepdad someone i can't remember it's one of those dad jokes passed down through the generations absolutely uh, my granddad says that to me all the time golf is a waste of a good walk it ruins a good walk that kind of thing i mean but that said, give me a golf club uh, at driving range. Fucking yes, please. Yeah, that's Just, that's the beauty of golf, though. You could play it. You could have the worst seventeen holes of your life, and then you get onto the eighteenth. You bomb one down the middle. Then you walk off with a birdie, and it's like you've had the best round of your life. You don't care. You walk into the clubhouse, got a birdie on the eighteenth. All right, I was nineteen you, over. You got a but... birdie on the. You, you married him. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> uh, Mr. Dima says, "I don't know. I've been playing PUBG since it released on PSN. It's miles away from season one and two. It is. I mean, I agree with that too. Once again, later on, uh, never judge a game on trailers. I've learned from this. It says ads plays. I don't believe you have. <laughs> I believe you want to say you have. Um, but but no, judge a game based on its trailers, but take it with a pinch. Uh, you, you always judge a game based on what information you have available. But that said, if it's not all the information, then don't judge it entirely. Be prepared to have your opinions change. I've, I've said this millions of times. Don't get too carried away with video game content, but don't allow yourself to not get carried away because that's where the beauty of it is. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, I've had conversations with Bib about 
Marvel trailers and stuff. I went through a big period of not watching Marvel trailers because I didn't want to see what was coming up in the films. But that also meant I lost a lot of the enjoyment of Marvel films. And a lot of the enjoyment of Marvel films is that shared anxiety slash build-up before you actually go to see it as whether it's going to be good, whether Endgame's going to wrap it all up as, as much as you want it to. And if you stop yourself from seeing trailers, you don't get swept up. And that's... that. Getting swept up. That's my face. That's what. Get off that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Getting swept up is a big part of the journey. So getting swept up and not getting swept up. Just make sure you you keep yourself balanced, and then you're good to go. Um, nice. I'll be around until about four thirty Eastern. Another seven hours or so. Let's go. Uh, about time EA made a boxing game and stopped pissing about. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> last boxing they uh, they last boxing game they did was Fight Night Champion. Was it not? I, th- I believe it was. Um, these golf games coming to Switch. Uh, if not, I'm out. I'm trying to cut down and buy new games on old gen. Uh, 23 isn't coming out for Switch as far as I'm aware. It was a question that I got that I asked while I was there. Uh, they confirmed that it isn't likely. So I take that as they're not going to get it. So if you do want a PGA game, 2021 is on there. And it is a pretty good port, to be fair. Um, so yeah, what, that's probably worth your time. What is 2K's attitude in general to games on the Switch? Do they do they move a lot of their 2K titles over? Like, yeah, I'm fairly certain. Like, I've got NBA 2K 19 and 20 on my Switch. Um, I've got 21 on there. That would probably um, be the, the, the last WWE game was an absolute tragedy. <laughs> Not 23. Um, what was the last one on there? 21, I think it was. Um, but I don't think they, they didn't bring out 23 on there. So maybe it's one of them that they're leaving behind. But they do still bring out the NBA games on there as far as I'm aware. I wonder if that's the case. So NBA is already there. So so kind of not the same same because it's because the FIFA's version of the legacy stuff is shit. But I wonder if it's a case if it's easier to port NBA because it exists. The other ones is more effort. So maybe they don't do it, which is possibly why they've gone with a not uh, with... A response of like maybe means not definitely no, but that would mean not definitely yes, which means it's not happening now. But you never know, but probably no. Uh, um, okay, we'll talk about golf. I used to be a three handicap and now play a tennis. What happens when you move from San Diego to Central Ohio? I, I did see you say something about your local golf course, although it's gone now. Uh, Torrey Pines. Tor, tor, I don't know. Is that is that a good course? <laughs> I don't know. Um, the local course is Torrey Pines. It used to be. Used to be. No, oh, but about to say fucking hell. That must have been well expensive for a membership there. <laughs> then again, I think I'm sure American memberships are like way cheaper than ours. Like ours, mine cost me. I think it's like seven hundred pound a year. It's really expensive, but I'm fairly certain their green fees over there isn't that expensive. Unless you go into Torrey Pines and then it's like the, the proper. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, if I can't play as Tiger Woods' mistress, I'm out, Kappa. <laughs> mm. um, uh, no idea how illegally the PGA can do that. It's weird. Uh, uh, what? What? You're chilling out. You're on me. You've had snacks. What are you whinging for? God. Uh, what if they do what 2KWWE do and have a create a golfer who uses the same skin of someone who's gone? Uh, I mean... I... <laughs> It just depends. Like that, that exists in football games and stuff as well. Over the years, you've been able to build like classic Nike templates and stuff for your uh, football kits by putting four different parts together, which when you overlap them, oh, that just looks exactly like something else. What are the <laughs> chances? Um, I just, it'd be interesting to see whether that sort of stuff ever comes in because uh, there's never any need for it when you've just got um, the, uh, the golf club or when you've just got PGA 2K. You don't have the need for pushing players in because no one else has an alternative. But now there is an alternative. That's when you start to get that creative thinking. Creative as in 
you know, cheeky, cheeky creative, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody Rhodes going from AEW to WWE. Exactly. Uh, facts. Uh, 18, bring me back hole. Uh, just how many houses could you build if you didn't have golf courses taking up so much room? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, Jamie. Get them told. <laughs> It's a legit quote by Mark Twain. Golf is a good walk spoiled. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, it's a piece of heaven on earth, uh, Torrey Pines. It's a public course. Uh, when you live in the city of San Diego, you get a very large discount. Outside the city, Torrey will cost $200. If you're a city resident, it will be $70. So that it's cost. if you live in San Diego, it costs you 10% of what you pay for your local golf club. Yikes. I, I had a look. I'm staying in Blackpool uh, in April. Uh as a little staycation kind of thing. And I really wanted to play Livam St. Anne's and I looked at the green fees and it was like 380 quid because it's, it's a world famous course. But there's no way I'm fucking paying that. It's ridiculous. Get a sponsorship game, we'll do it. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll play there. We'll just have a venture over to Torrey Pines. We'll just set up there. <laughs> just run on with my clubs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jobs are good. Catch me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll put a pin in that. Uh, actually, we'll put a, a a T in that. There you go. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, we're moving ahead. Uh, into our next story. And um, we got two back-to-back cloud gaming stories here. Xbox first. Uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming is coming to the Meta Quest store. So Meta Quest, obviously Facebook's Oculus alike. Um, this is written by Sean Murray at the Gamer. Play your Game Pass library on a giant virtual screen. So Meta's Connect 2022 event began today, uh, which was published 17 hours ago, so yesterday, obviously, um, with a keynote address containing a whole slew of announcements. The biggest among them was naturally the uh, Quest Pro VR headset, which is coming on October the 25th, with a hefty price tag of $1,599. But second was the Among Us VR release date of November the 10th. And then Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella came out and announced a partnership with Meta that will see Xbox Cloud Gaming arrive on the MetaQuest store sometime in the near future. Uh, there we go. Quotes, when you step back, one thing we have learned is how immersive experiences in gaming can help create real community and connection. In fact, many people are already playing our most popular games like Flight Simulator and Minecraft in VR today, said Nadella. And with xCloud Gaming, you can stream hundreds of games to any device, allowing you to connect with gamers in all new ways, whether they're right next to you or sitting on a sofa on the other side of the world. Uh... We're partnering to bring this service to MetaQuest Store. You'll be able to play 2D games with your Xbox controller projected on a massive screen on Quest. It's early days, but we're excited for what's to come. We only got to see a brief example of what xCloud will look like in the MetaQuest 2, but it looks like it'll appear as a massive 2D screen in your virtual space. There was no mention of Game Pass VR, Game Pass's VR library. Uh, I'm guessing that should be if. Okay, there was. I'll, I'll edit that. It might go wrong. Uh, there was no mention if. Game Pass's VR library might be playable on MetaQuest 2, but Nadella strongly hinted additional games partnerships could be coming in the future. Um, elsewhere in today's keynote, Meta confirmed the PSVR exclusive Iron Man VR will arrive on the MetaQuest 2 on November the 3rd. Ooh, nice. Uh, and Meta has also brought out uh, brought on three new game studios, Twisted Pixel, Camouflage, and Resident Evil 4's VR's... Uh, Resident Evil 4 VR's Armature Studio are now part of Meta and are working on new VR titles. Meta said it'll share some new game announcements when they're ready. Uh, interesting. Interesting. 
whilst Amaranth jiggles away in the bottom corner like she always does. The game will love a good Amaranth video in their advertising, don't they? Nice. Um, Says a lot about the people who read the game and then don't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Xbox style gaming is coming to the MetaQuest store. I mean, it's not really where I saw myself going. If, I, if I'm being honest, if I, talking about VR, I, I'm a big fan of VR. For those that may not have had the pleasure of sitting through one of our many VR conversations, sorry, I'm just raising my chair up again. I, I lowered it so I could hold my but he's in his bed now. So uh, the gist of it is, we're big fans of VR. We'd like to see it improve and move forward and be more accessible. I'm not sure playing VR still 2D, but in a VR headset rather than watching my TV, putting a headset on so I can watch a fake TV within a VR scape and still playing it in 2D is what I wanted. I'm also not sure I wanted developers like uh, Resident Evil 4's development team, Twisted Pixel, Camouflage as well. It was Amateur Shooter that made uh, Resident Evil 4. I've just found it in the article. Those guys being snapped up by Facebook and then Facebook getting Iron Man VR. I'm not really sure that's where I wanted VR to be because I wanted VR to be something like a console where we get two, three, four, five hundred pounds to opt into VR and you can use that experience and you can play that uh, over long periods of time and you can have uh, subscriptions or you can pay off the shelf or whatever. Instead, we're getting Facebook, which is a company that competes with Apple, which is a company that competes with the biggest guns out there. And now we have a 1500 pound device. <sighs> it just all sounds wrong to me. So we've got 2D content on a device that's too expensive. That's, it doesn't sound great for me. What are your thoughts, babe? Well, it's nearly the world's most expensive way to play games past machines. <laughs> game past games. Um, like, I don't know. If I want to play VR games, I want to play VR games. I don't want to use a VR device to be able to play static games. Like unless there's unless they're going to include stuff like Resident Evil VR in Game Pass, then I don't think this this is kind of irrelevant. Who is it aimed at? Is the is my biggest question. Is this people who are lying in bed with their head on their pillow with their controllers in their hand that are playing games like this, or is it people that are sat in the front room while oh, one second, let me their just, partners are watching let me TV jump, or something? Jump into the big bib screen. Give me get what what was how were the lady bed? What what they do, bib? You know what, Graham? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like there's, there's people that watch this video on demand. We've already established this. So just, so, come on, babe. <laughs> okay, Don't Photoshop for one moment at all, is it? If anyone wants to edit that, then do feel free. <laughs> <laughs> but like, who, I, I'm still, with this, I'm not sure who this is aimed at um, and whether or not it's going to be a, a, a success. But I mean, it's just at something else that's been added to the Meta headset. Like, Fair. Yeah. They're adding to it. They're giving people something. It's good for Meta. It's good for Meta Quest. It's good for the VR industry. Getting Xbox Cloud Gaming accessible. If you get people next to it, that's one step closer to being part of it. And this isn't VR. This is gaming accessible through VR. This is not VR gaming. It's a different thing. But it's close to it. It's closer than it was before. Um, so if you get people going, oh, actually, do you know what? I would like to buy myself a VR headset, but I'm not really sure about it. I would like to buy myself a 60-inch TV, but I'm not really ex it's expensive. Or how about I buy myself a VR headset so that way I can effectively play my games on a 60-inch TV? Oosh! That gets more people, and that's a larger install base to work from. Um, 
then that's more potential people. Uh, I don't know why my lights just flashed then, but nice. Let's go. Uh, um, that's more potential people that can can play VR games going forward. It's, it's great for the VR ecosystem. It's just not a great addition for people mm. that want to see VR as a, a medium push forward. It's it's strengthening the potential for a medium. Okay, I'll, well I'll take that. But it's it's the things like seeing the hefty price tag of fourteen ninety nine for the Quest Pro VR headset. We've we, it's it was only twelve months ago we had a previous Quest headset which was a, a already pretty expensive. If we're getting to the point where we're, we're like iPhones and having to spend over twelve hundred quid every year just to get the mm-hmm. latest models of, of VR headsets, then it's going wrong. We, this is going into that smartphone uh, disposable electronic industry. It it doesn't need that. You don't buy a new console and throw your old one away every year or stick it in a drawer. Yeah. That's what we need. Consoles and PCs is what VR needs to be like. And Facebook are just going, oh, we want the con- continuous monetary stream. No, believe in generations <laughs> like like PlayStation and Xbox have done. Obviously, less so with Xbox now. So 1,500 quid for something that their biggest content announcement is to play games that aren't VR. It's just It just seems bizarre. <laughs> so, I mean, th- they are doing the right moves, though in terms of strengthening the medium by allowing people to get in, by buying up three new development studios and the decent studios as well, by getting Iron Man VR, um, which obviously the exclusivity of that um, will have ended with PlayStation, but still getting hold of that content is significant content. You ask people to say, what what, what are your favorite VR games? Or if they've never played VR and they don't own VR, they're probably going to say Resident Evil Kitchen, Iron Man VR, and that London Heist one that I probably played at a yeah. game or at, at, at an event or something. After that, a lot of people will quickly drop off. You might get a few that m- mention your Arizona, Arizona Sunshines and your, your um, Half-Life. House of the Dead. Yeah, that sort of stuff. But, uh... Hey! Hey! Candy Bear is in! Welcome in, Candy Bear! I Hello. I was lurking. Was it last night? It was night before when we when were you playing Mr. Pupil Life? I was I was I was um I mean it's funny because you probably can't see it, but the last thing in the chat before it was a clip called Lying in Bed. That's where that's where I was. Me and my better half lying in bed watching Candy Bear and Mr. Pupil Life. Nice. Uh, uh in the his house, yeah. Um so yeah, I mean they're making the right steps. They've bought new developers, they've bought new IPs, they've got new hardware coming, stupidly expensive, and they've got access to other gaming mechanisms. They are doing a lot. Let's let's be fair. Meta are doing a lot to bring VR forward. I'm just not sure it's enough to make people want to step in yet. It's it's like that they're, they're making the the proposition stronger, but the proposition is uh, like no, they're making the ability to deliver the proposition stronger, but the proposition's still a bit shit. Still a bit shit. It needs to be a little bit better. So, so yeah, yeah. Bib, football managers on sale, £16.20. Digital. I've just replied saying, where? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's coming out on uh, Xbox Game Pass on day one anyway, so I'll I'll get it regardless. But yeah, I'll be in- very interested to know where it's £16.20. In- yeah, very interesting. And it only came out a couple of weeks ago, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Pop, oh, this is Milo. Hi. Uh... Hi. <laughs> Sorry, babe. It's twenty eight seventy nine. Ah, sixteen twenty off. Ah. Uh, oh, abs- okay. Ah, oh, absolutely done your date there. Whoa. At least yeah. get, get you- I mean, to be fair, it would have just been a link that I would have sent to the buyers who don't have Game Pass. So fuck them. They could pay full price. 
do you know what? Speaking of fucking, <laughs> let's move ahead to the next news article. Not very far, though. So we've just been talking about Facebook uh, cloud gaming. Do you know what? Can we take a moment to just rip for Google? Because Stadia died last week, or at least it, it was announced that Stadia will be dying last week. Um, so that's the end of cloud gaming for Google. Or not, actually, as the uh, next news article by Sean Murray at The Gamer says, Google finally commits to cloud gaming with new Chromebooks following Stadia closure. So Stadia may be dead, but cloud gaming will live on in these Chromebooks. Uh, Google Stadia is dead, but it's, uh, in, in an announcement terminating the cloud gaming service, Google said that the same tech that powered Stadia would live on in other products. One of those products is the Chromebook, which just got three new models from three leading manufacturers. Acer, Asus, and Lenovo just came out with their latest Chromebook models. Asus Chromebook. Okay, I'm looking for a TLDR because it's going to say lots of things that I don't know how to pronounce or what they are. Like 516GE includes a 120Hz WXQG-AD display, Wi-Fi 6E connectivity, and an Intel Core i5 processor with 8 gigs of RAM. The Acer, okay, stuff. Uh, while these specs might seem pretty mild by PC gaming standard, most of the hard work is being done in the cloud. Testing provided by Gamebench found that all three Chromebooks can provide 120 FPS gameplay with input latency of under 85 milliseconds, similar to most consoles, although, although maybe not quite fast enough for hardcore esports players. Um, they're basically GeForce RTX 3080s. Nice. Um, okay, do you know what? We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Bib. Mm -hmm. Google, committing to Chromebooks. Are you interested in a, a snazzy new Chromebook that's just as powerful as an RTX 3080, but 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 not not same same? Well, that's one. Just I'm just trying to find a price for them now because yeah, it would interest me, um, but only for not for the world's most expensive prices. Um, million pounds. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's just going to be a very expensive. Uh, but it's interesting that they've killed Stadia and then brought brought something out. Of the same ilk, but just a different name. <laughs> I mean, I wonder you can if, still do all the stuff you can do with Stadia, but better with this. <laughs> I wonder if it's something that they had in mind already, because Stadia being dropped won't be something that they will have just done. Um, they will have had that in the works for weeks, months, probably going, okay, well, it's dead. We need to just keep talking about, yeah, it's great, until we announce that it's dead, but it's dead. They will have known that internally. But what they will have done then is figured out an exit strategy, which is not just, fuck! We've just killed it all. We've got all this technology, and we've got all this hardware, and we've got all these chips and stuff that we've bought. Sorry, did I scare you then when I said, fuck, I'm, I apologize. <laughs> he jumped through, what the fuck? Uh, um, so, yeah, they, they will have looked at selling on particularly the software kind of things a long time ago. So the fact that Stadia is dead, and then instantly straight after it, we are getting multiple Chromebooks that are using cloud-based technology to make gaming on the go much more accessible on lesser devices does not surprise me because that is uh, okay the king is dead long live the king uh so we'll get rid of stadia we'll bring it back in chromebook so it, it doesn't actually surprise me that much when i think about it uh, scared me still too. looking at 700 pound <laughs> is it 700 quid is that what it is for two of the laptops the cheapest one is 400 quid which is the idea pad which does look like a nice little laptop still um, but yeah, it do, it genuinely does it does interest me because I, I do want a laptop to be able to play Football Manager and stuff like that elsewhere. Especially considering I've got a very young child now, and my gaming time in my office is very very limited. Um, obviously, because I get up for so early for work as well. Having something as small as this and portable does tickle the itch, but it has to be for a good a good price, and it has to. Put the cream on, babe, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, it does have to it does have to cover a lot of ground if I'm going to invest in something like this. I think it's a good price. There's uh, this idea book one, the 16 inch uh, idea gaming Chromebook, 400 pound i5, eight gigabytes of RAM, 512 SD uh, SSD in there. I think that might cover all. I mean, you think nowadays the basic or the minimum would be 16 gigabyte of RAM, wouldn't you? But I mean, if it's all, if it's all in the cloud, then you're mm. not actually doing that much processing locally. So eight gigs of RAM uh, is is maybe enough. Is maybe enough. Um, the other ones though, when you're starting to get up to 700 quid for something like that, you're not you're not too far away from my um, Lenovo Legion laptop. Then yeah, uh, which which. That's an absolute machine. Not that I use it for that much. I get a powerful machine that will last me years for work kind of thing. But um, I feel like it's almost like yeah, a little bit more, just a little bit more to get something. Oosh. Um, lurky lurk, sorry, uh, sorry, can't stay Lopnug. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. You don't have to stay around Lopnug at all. We appreciate you being here. <laughs> Thank you very much, Candy. Uh, um, I mean, we're not going to be sticking around too long, to be fair. We have been live for an hour and 28 minutes. Sheesh. Okay, we are going to wrap things up right now. Okay, if you're interested, Google Stadia is dead, but the software does live on in the new Chromebook devices, ranging from four to seven hundred plus. Uh, so do feel free. And this to is my new work laptop. Is it? Is it nice? Yeah. Well, I sent uh, it to Mark and go, oh, yeah, my laptop's just died. Bang! <laughs> oh no! It appears like my fist is stuck through the screen. <laughs> he comes in Microsoft's in the microwave. I'm just warming it up. He hasn't got started yet. <laughs> Uh, on that bombshell, uh, let me give you a little bit of an update of what we've spoken about in this show, just in case you want to go back and check it out. The first major Saints Row update promises over 200 bug fixes in November. <laughs> Milo! Uh, that is following a disappointing launch. The team are working on fixing the game so that you can enjoy all the content that will be following. PS5 shipments are up by 400% in the US just in time for Christmas and God of War Ragnarok, obviously. EA has had a look, its first look, at next year's PGA Tour game. Uh, which is coming to a lot of platforms, and Milo is in my face. God. <laughs> He's in your face. <laughs> dad, Dad, give me some attention. Dad, Dad. Uh, then we spoke about Xbox Cloud Gaming coming to MetaQuest, and then Google finally committing to uh, cloud gaming through their Chromebooks, but not through Stadia. And that is the end of the show. Thank you, everyone that has been around. We appreciate you very, very much. Uh, a little bit of a reminder that we are going to be running a giveaway, and we will announce that. We're going to tease it on social media a little bit after this. Mm -hmm. So do yourselves a favor, go to twitter.com forward slash ice cream uploads. Exclamation mark Twitter in the chat. If you can't even be bothered to type that, that's all you need to type and then you'll get it there. Um, drop us a follow. You will get our teaser tweet and then we'll, we'll announce the competition whilst I am live later on playing some PUBG. Cheers, Viv. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, PS5 shipments up. Sony buying Xbox. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's amazing how the news changes from day to day. Uh, so, yeah, we will have a giveaway a little bit later on. But before any of that happens, before I go away and come back and play some PUBG and launch some competitions and all that jazz, is there anything else you'd like to add, Mr. Bib? Yes, again, thank you very much for joining us either this morning, if you are from America or across the pond. Thank you very much for doing that. It's definitely the afternoon for us based in Europe and the UK. Uh, so again, thank you very much for joining us. If you do want to help shape our final two shows this week, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. This is at Ice Cream Whitlows across all major social media platforms or alternatively get involved with our Discord. If you're watching this on any of our on-demand services, go into the description below. All the links that you require will be listed there below. Oh, from you. It's the URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We 
will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time from the studio tomorrow? Will we go on live, Mr. Graham Day? I've no idea. I mean, 10 a.m. In the afternoon. <laughs> ish, ish, <laughs> ish. Uh, yeah, we, we aim to go live at 10 a.m., but we're working the video games industry, and it's a busy, I say it's a busy point of the year. It's been a busy year. Uh, the last... It has been a very busy year. <laughs> it has, yeah. So we go live whenever we can. Uh, usually it's not 10 a.m., even though that's what we aim for. So we'll be alive at some point. The best way to find out when we go live is to follow us on social media or hit the follow button. That way you do get notified, uh, as we always let you know. But uh, for now, we are going to disappear. We're going to raid someone else. I'm kind of feeling like we'll drop a little bit of a raid on Quick uh, Quick Stop Hicks because he's playing PGA 2 at 2K23. Um, yes, and, he and is. That is a game that's not out until Friday, uh, but we do have access to it. So if you want to see any of that content do feel free to let us know if you want to ask any questions about that content maybe you're thinking about buying it then do feel free to ask us because i know all about it after i've asked <laughs> maybe the uh, the question that you want answering and, but until that but not so much uh so yeah, yeah well, it around. does look like quick stop hicks is playing on easy difficulty so i'm definitely going to go in there and say what are you playing at here lad <laughs> get it turned up mate yeah yeah <laughs> nice okay drop in do join us as we go red quick, uh, quick stop hicks you will get yourself 250 sprinkles that you can spend on this channel which might come in useful later on when we play some PUBG. for now they'll have yourselves a beautiful day and uh what they gotta do babe Ah, uh, no. <laughs> oh, wait. Wrong emote. No. Stay frosty! Oh.